Well, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm Brad Sykes filling in for my good friend Taylor, who is out today. And, um, you know, Doug, it feels like old times here. Yeah, it's something eerily familiar about this setting, uh, except we have a third in the studio today. Uh, By the way, happy Monday and happy September 13th, everyone. Hope you had a good weekend uh and brad it is good to have you back here on the other side of the microphone i was gonna say i've been over there for about a week a week ago yeah and uh started to get really comfortable with this again doug <laughs> so don't ask me too much to come in and do this you know well uh, you're gonna be in tomorrow for me because uh, uh, i won't be here tomorrow uh, yeah we be... won't talk about what you're gonna be doing tomorrow <laughs> no, no uh, and, and remind hey, me you could have had an opportunity i know uh, you could have been there I, I know i just you know it's one of those things Sometimes when you're calling, Doug, you know, I look at it and go, hmm. <laughs> yeah, should I answer? He's either, or he's I either asking me to go play golf or he's asking me to fill in for him. Let's see. Mm, which which yeah. should I take the dice? I, I really the dice. did not do well last week. So <laughs> I, I'm wishing now I would have taken the call. With that said, though, I am uh, – I'm honored to come in and fill in for you. Am I filling in for you tomorrow? Or am I, yeah, no, no you're filling in for in. Taylor yeah. today. You're okay. filling in for okay. me tomorrow. So. All right. Well, I'm going to let you introduce our guest. At least uh, we, we have Well, this is I was going to say we have her for a quarter yeah. of, the sh- of the program. Yeah. But when I get, say her, <clears throat> people are like, her? Yeah. Well, Wait, mom, isn't that a man show? Yeah. Yeah. Well, mom and dad, you are <laughs> in for a treat. This is her first time on SWAT radio and almost five years. I was going to say, is, wait a minute. No, actually, it's not. Well, see. But I am uniquely familiar to you as well. Well, that's true. But have you not? I thought you have never been on here before. Well, I have been on for both hands. The She's, both oh, hands that's right. You yeah. were on. I forgot about that. Wait, in studio? Yeah, she, she was on in studio. She came in when we did the both hands. And don't hands. you know the first thing I do on radio with you is correct you? <laughs> well, I... I want you to introduce our guest, but then I've got something I want to say, and and then I'll let her just run with it. So to our listeners up in Virginia and Mississippi, Georgia, Idaho, uh, Texas, California, wherever you're listening, uh, India, England, we have a brother, Brad, I don't know if I told you, we got a guy listening over in England regularly, he corresponds uh, over there from England and says it's a great encouragement to him to listen, and he just searched on google for men's talk radio and found it so uh our brother over there thank you for listening but i want to introduce all of our listeners to probably the greatest influence on earth in my life and that's my wife Lori. Uh, Lori mccary is a mother of eight a grandmother of six and uh has been walking with the lord for as long as i have and has uh, been teaching women, and she is really excited about what's starting this week. Uh, Lori, welcome to SWAT Radio again. Well, I thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm really, really, really excited about why I'm here. Um, I feel a little, it's not self-promoting because I'm promoting God's Word, and that's what I have been studying while for most of my life, I came to Christ as a 10-year-old girl. I don't remember a time 
um, that I didn't seek him or want him, but came to Christ as a really young girl and then fell in love as a young girl, too, with this guy sitting next to me today. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we're pretty familiar with one another. But when he started Swap for Men, and it just became such an important part of both of our lives, really, about that time, some women at a YMCA said, well, where's Swap for Women? And uh, Doug said, well, I can teach a Bible study here at the Y for you women and um I felt like the Lord said, no, I, I think maybe I should do that. And so I started a, a Bible study at YMCA here locally. And I don't know how many years. Do you even know how many years that's been, Doug? I think three, three, four years. Yeah, almost. maybe four years, I think. Mm-hmm. And I taught through the book of John that first year to a lot of women who were not familiar with Scripture. And that was a great challenge and a joy for me. And then I discovered um, a chronological um, study Bible when I started traveling to Israel. Because as I traveled to Israel, I just loved trying to figure out, okay, when did this happen? And when did that happen? And I just got so engaged in... She's a little more into details, Brad, (laughs) than you or I. Yeah, I'm really into details. (laughs) Lori, we need to have you in a little more often, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> By the way, sorry to interrupt, the chronological Bible, that's a great idea, especially for Israel. Yeah. Well, at first, my first trip to Israel, I took just the Gospels in chronological order. And because I wanted to say, okay, when did Jesus do this and when when did this happen? And so that's what I first got a hold of. And then I came home and I got a hold of the chronological study Bible, and it's the entire Bible in chronological order and i just man it's become one of my favorite bibles and so i decided to take my women uh, i call them my women they've become really really sweet friends through the chronological bible the new testament and we started at the beginning of the gospels and over the past three years i think we worked our way from um, the beginning of the gospels to the end of matthew mark luke and john and um We've made our way to the end of that. And so just recently, Doug and I said, hey, what if we started SWAT for Women? And so we've moved here to the, we've moved my Bible study here to the Salem Center. We've renamed it SWAT for Women instead of my YMCA Bible study girls. (laughs) And um, we are just. How about just spiritual women advancing truth? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, because they're, they're yeah they're they're like Xena warrior princess women of the Bible. Right. I mean, they, these these are women lawyers training up. By the way, I I I want to um, uh, just give an endorsement here because one of the most important things about anybody teaching the word and Brad, you will uh, I'm sure agree with this because we've talked about it over numerous times is they can't just be somebody who preaching that they have to live it they have to i i personally don't know another woman in my life that i've met that i've observed that spends more time scrutinizing through the scripture than this lady hmm. i watch her when we're in church and we're listening to somebody speak whether we're visiting or wherever she's taking notes and she's checking it out i mean she's like a berean every mm-hmm. time she goes in there and you know in titus it says that older women are to be reverent in behavior, she is, 
not slanders, slaves to too much wine. She's not. They are to teach what is good and train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, submissive to their husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. And, and God's word is so important to Lori, and she loves it. I mean, she at times will be moved to tears talking about it mm-hmm. because it's so such a passion. And so uh, they are meeting here on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. And, uh, Lori, what do they have to do? to come or to be a part can anybody come uh, anybody can come that's what's so exciting i wanted to kind of lock arms yeah, any women yeah, yeah, yeah. any women yeah, can yeah. come and uh i wanted to lock arms with doug's ministry since we live together and i won't say what else we do whoa, but, whoa uh, be careful this is a this is, well, this is a family friendly together yeah. whoa, do, but, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um i wanted to lock arms with his ministry and come alongside him. They're studying the book of Acts right now. And we're going to pick up in uh, the epistles and study Acts and um, in the chronological Bible. And all they need really is a Bible. And we're I'm going to ask them to get this exact chronological Bible. And how do they do that? Um, they can go to online and or actually if they would send me an email at l mccary at me dot com boy that's easy l m c c a r y at m e dot com l m c c a r y at me dot com and let me know they're interested in coming i can send them a link to get the bible or they can just they, i think they can get a get a hold of one at Paxson Christian Discount Books. I might have gotten that a little twisted. You know but. about Paxson, don't you? Yeah, Brad? I do. And you can also go to christianbook.com. Uh, they've got is that good, CBD? But they can just show yeah. up on Wednesday. It's going to be an introductory week to help us get started. And I can show them what they need. And we're just going to study God's Word. That is all they need for the study. Well, and we've already had two women who have emailed um, the, if you go to SWATradio.com and send an email to me, I'll forward it on to Lori. I already had two women do that who said they're going to be there. And um, and, and then part of what we want to do, too, is lock arms with you on the, your projects that you're doing around the city. And just be a part and build a community around God's Word. We are, I am just thrilled about that. And um, I want to ignite a passion among women for well, God's word. So what would you say, Lori, to the woman out there who goes, you know, I don't have much experience in the Bible or I'm a little intimidated to get in because I'm afraid I'm I'm not going to know anything. I'm going to be around all these people that maybe know more than me. You know, the most exciting thing about the YMCA Bible study was the women had no knowledge of scripture. And uh, you can come with little to no knowledge or if you have a lot of experience. I found as I study God's word, I learn something new every time I study it. And so we'll come together fresh and new every week and study God's word together. Isn't that great, Doug? You and I say the same thing when we teach, Lori. Every time I teach, you could have given me something I've done 10 times. And yet on the 11th time. God's got something new. I for think me. every time I walked into study this in over the past three years, I would say, "Oh my goodness, I learned something so exciting this year." Is is there any cost? I mean, this week, is there any cost involved in this? The only cost involved is to purchase a Bible, and if that's if that's a burden, 
then I can get a Bible for them. It is it would be a delight for me to do that for somebody. And um, so if you want to come Wednesday and join us, I'd be thrilled to have you. Well, there it is. It's SWAT for Women. This is a brand new venture uh, starting this Wednesday on uh, September 15th right here at the Salem Center. They did change the the name of our street. It's no longer Bonneville Road. It's now called seven. It's Bentley. It's 722. Three five Bentley Road, Jacksonville. Because there's a did, Bentley, the Bentley dealership yeah, having anything to do with it. Yeah, that's that's what did hey, it. Bentley Bonneville. Bentley. Yeah. It's. It, I think some maps will show it, but it's some. I think Google Maps. If you put in Bonneville, it doesn't show it. But it's Bentley Road seven two three five. You can just put in the just Salem Center, Salem. Jacksonville. Yeah, just put Salem and Center. At ten a.m. Right, Lori. Ten, 10 a.m. to eleven thirty, and then the guys will come right behind us for their swap for men. Yeah. Hey, well, I think my wife's going to try and come. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe, any, well, thanks any, for having me yeah, today. Any, any closing words or thoughts? No, I'm just excited, and thank you for the support from our men. And men, if you're involved in SWAT or even listening to SWAT radio, encourage your women to come. Encourage your Amen. wives to come. I Amen. think they'll be blessed. Amen. All right. Well, well, that's so true. I mean, the importance of whoever's listening right now, <clears throat> if you're not in a community around God's word, you need to be. Mm-hmm. You really do need to be. Whether you're a man or a woman, right? Yeah, amen to that. And Lori, good to see you. Well, you too. Thanks Lori, for coming thanks for in. having me. I'll be sleeping with you tonight. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, by the way. Hey, glad you've joined us here at SWAT Radio. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. You can email us at ask at SWATradio.com if you have any questions about that Bible study or the regular men's Bible study. So uh, we'll see you in a sec. Bye. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed for the good Lord. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes filling in for Taylor today, and I'll be back in tomorrow. But uh, good to be on the other end of the mic here with you, Doug. And, well, what a treat to have Lori in here. I hadn't seen 
you know, just, I guess, in the midst of COVID and all this, we don't get to see each other like we used to. I mean, I think, you and I have seen each other a lot. I think lot, the but. last time we saw you, we were on a golf course playing in uh, the the tournament for uh, Tim Lusk. Gosh, was it that long? I ago? think it's been that Good long night. since we've seen well, it. I mean, we used to do lunch about once a quarter, yeah, you yeah. know, and now it's like, I don't know, we just don't do that. But, uh, you know, I was, uh, again, if you're listening and you are not in a Bible study, and I'm not talking about online necessarily. <laughs> you know, just the, the opportunity to come in with other men and other women, in the case of Lori's study, uh, just the, you know, I can't even put it in words, the value that that has had in my life. I mean, I appreciate what you said about Lori, and I, I, I say the same thing about my wife. My wife is single-handedly the greatest instrument in the hands of an almighty God, apart from his word and his spirit, mm-hmm. my wife has been the, that instrument that has transformed my life. And uh, like Lori, she loves God's word. She loves to be around people who are studying God's word. It's such an encouragement, you know, that that kind of equipping process and to see that happening. So I'm excited that Lori's doing that. Well, you know, Brad, every Every person that has ever deviated from God's will, that has ever what people call gone off the rails or train wrecked, whatever terminology you want to use. Deconstructed. Yeah, deconstructed. What, whatever it is, they've all started with getting uh, one around the wrong people, mm-hmm. violating Psalm 1. Yes. And two, getting out of God's word. Yep. I mean, that, I mean, that's the way it starts when you start hanging around the wrong people who, who, who tell you, you know what, you don't read to read God's word every day. That's legalistic, and that is being spread all around a lot of places. Well, it is legalistic if you're doing it just to check it off. <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, true. It is. The, it, listen, very few people go a day without eating. Mm-hmm. It, it, even in the oh, that's poorest, just legalistic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even in the poorest countries in the world, people eat something. Mm-hmm. They put something in their physical body. And as spiritual beings born again, we need spiritual nourishment. And that nourishment doesn't come, sorry, from Oprah. No. It, it comes from God's word. It comes from spending time in prayer. Just, it's The whole SWAT thing is you know, God's word, prayer, community, evangelism, discipleship. Those are all elements that you have... To be honest, you're not going to be transformed if you're leaving one of those elements out. And unfortunately, in our culture now, uh, it's easy for the community part to be put out. And that's what Lori said a while ago. She's wanting to help build a community of women around the word that are growing in that. And, you know, women, uh, just to be honest, in the past, women typically tend to be more inclined to that. Uh, but to the community I, aspect. Well, to the of, community yeah. aspect, but yeah. I, I don't know. It seems lately in the last year and a half that's waned a little bit because of COVID. You know, I was talking to uh, Tommy Nelson today, and um, he was telling me they got almost a thousand people um, who are uh, still not coming to church because really? of COVID. Yeah, and it's um, you know it's it's just sad. You know, people are are fearful, and you know he and I were talking about it, and. You know, sometimes when we're talking here on air, I know people, um, we've had emails and texts and stuff about it. We 
you know, our position here, people go, what's, what's the official SWAT position on the vaccines and on the mask? And our position is it's like uh, eating meat in the New Testament uh, that has been sacrificed yeah, to an idol. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to do it, fine. If you don't, then leave the others alone who don't feel like you do. Just it, don't, don't get upset with them. Just do what, what you think is yeah. best for you. Well, and you may have heard even when I was filling in that week uh, a couple of weeks ago is that we need to get the gospel back to being of first importance we have so many other things that are of first importance, vaccines, masks, you know, politics, all that. And those those are great, and I think they need to be dealt with. But what's a, Paul said, the gospel is what is of first importance to him. That was the cause. Yeah. And, 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 and it's the cause in, of Christ. And it's impacting uh, Christians, even on social media. You know, people are wielding um, gospel statements to people who have different opinions mm-hmm. than them about mm-hmm. these issues implying that well you're not as loving as i am or you're not as caring as i am which is not fair to do that um to say those things because is it more loving to not tell the truth you know i mean like uh you know Mm -hmm. we we have a governor who said today you know uh, I'm, I'm we're not anti-vaccine our, our governor governor DeSantis said we're not anti-vaccine but we're we're not about mandating something when people have already experienced covid and they have mm-hmm. antibodies and they that's the science but exactly. it's being ignored so so there's different issues so well, the let, bo- bottom line going back to what i shared is that as believers if somebody feels differently than you then don't let that bother you so much that you want to wield the Bible against them and, and make them try to feel like they're not a believer because they feel different. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what was going on over in uh, Corinth, mm. you know, and, and Paul dealt with that yeah. pretty clearly. Yeah, well, it needs to be dealt with. Hey, real quick before we move on, because I know we're going to jump into Acts, and uh, good to be back, obviously, in the SWAT Bible studies uh, throughout the week um, how did the rest of the studies go, Doug? They they went really good. I'm 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 excited. We had uh, good attendance, and uh, some people were thinking we start this week. That, that, Even that on may the have radio, been my fault, somebody but... on the radio, I don't know who it was, said that they thought we started the fifth. No, I'm joking. We we <laughs> called and clarified. Yeah, that. you did. Clarify yeah, I, that. and you had told me, and I thought, and then Angie downstairs was like, "No, I think it's next. It's the next week." No, I know it's the next week. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So we started last week, but this week is the first week we actually go into. Uh, Acts chapter 8, which is it's really powerful. You know, and, and Brad, I'll share this in the studies this week, but, um, you know, this past weekend was 9-11. We remembered 9-11, all these 20-year anniversary, all these stories of mm-hmm. heroism, heroism and people sacrificing. And, you know, it was a reminder to me as we, this week on air, we're going to be getting into Stephen's story, uh, you know, tomorrow and Wednesday and, you know, I think we need to remember people like Stephen, you know, who, who, I mean, here's a guy who was a very young believer in the Lord who laid down his life and and was such a witness. It impacted the guy that wrote half the new Testament. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and we think we have to be in the church for this long. I mean, how many times have you heard, well, you know what? I'll never be able to have the impact you did, or I'll never be able to do these kind of things because I'm, I mean, look at this guy. All he did was basically that we know of was he served people, yep. widows, yep. and then 
he started telling people in his circle about the gospel <laughs> that got him killed. Well, it it, it kind of cracks me up. And, I, and if you're thinking like Doug just mentioned, well, I couldn't have the impact. You Listen, Doug, you've probably felt that way. You've been around some very prominent leaders in the Christian community, as have I. And it's easy to look at other people and think, I'll never have the impact. They Who cares? In, in all reality, you look at Stephen. Stephen wasn't some just unbelievable communicator. No. I mean, even Paul says, you know, I didn't come to you with, you know, lofty speech. Most of us are just normal people. What God requires is that we just surrender to him. Let him do the work in you and through you. Mm-hmm. And you'll be blown away at what God is going to do. I mean, who? let's be honest, Doug. Five years ago, did, did we ever think we would go five years on this radio broadcast? No. Okay, that's God. I, it, you know, it, how, it, no, Nothing against you, Doug. You're a phenomenal teacher. Well, But it's about God. Well, it's so funny because sometimes when – I don't know if you have this. If you've got Bluetooth on your phone when you get in your car, sometimes it'll just randomly pick – uh music in your your uh music list yes. or whatever yes and some of those early swat broadcasts because i downloaded them oh are they're... on there and so the other day i get in and bruce wilkinson was on that oh, was like God. one of the first oh, ones yeah. he may have been our first guest and i listened to it and i go oh my gosh we were that sounded funny man. okay so, <laughs> so great great intro uh to what i wanted to say and i'm hoping Lori is Lori's out of the studio she's probably in her car but i wanted to just mention this uh because you you'll remember this doug so the very first uh, uh swat program we did we were in a different studio yeah. probably about you know 25 yards 25 feet down the down the hall here and you and i steve Steve was not with us. We had another guy, Chris, who yeah. was in the studio with us. But there was three of us in the same room. And uh, you and I get started. And within by the first break, Lori had already texted you and said something like, uh, try to keep the mmms and yeah. oh, yeah. The holy, the holy. <laughs> she called them the holy hums. Well, it is so mm. true because... Mm, I, I think like I went back. I went back and listened to it, and Lori was right. It was like it's it just there when you hear something good, you just mm, that's, mm, that's oh, oh wow oh it, that's good holy hum. It sounded like a cow <laughs> mooing. Yeah. Do you remember that? Though? Yeah, I do. We were cutting. We're still amateurs, but well, uh, well, it was it was funny uh, to go back and hear that. But even so, I, some of the truth that Bruce Wilkinson shared was so good. You know, and I, I'll tell you. Looking back over the last five years, we have been blessed to have some amazing guests who have imparted a lot of a lot of wisdom, biblical wisdom. And if you have not taken advantage, I just want to throw a few names out there. Paul Miller on praying one one of the mm. best, most practical things on praying. Um, Kent Hughes. If you write these names down, you can go back and just search the SWATradio.com website and listen to these. Kent Hughes wrote Disciplines of a Godly Man, a great, great read. Um, uh, during the election, and I know people were really tied up about the election, but um, who's the guy we had uh, um, on the election uh, that wrote? Uh, Wayne Grudem. Oh, yeah. Wayne yeah. Grudem was f- phenomenal. Uh, Tommy Nelson 
You write Tommy Nelson, you'll have four or five programs with him. They're all uh, great. They're amazing. Do you remember uh, having uh, Donald Whitney on? Yeah, Don uh, Praying Whitney. the Bible. Yes. That book has had such an impact on my prayer life. Well, and Lon Allison, who's no longer with us, right. uh, passed away, had a phenomenal uh, program on sharing our faith. And so... Go back and listen to some of those. They're, they're all there in our archives at SWATradio.com. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Hey, listen, glad you joined us today. If you want to call, you're welcome. 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. You can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. By the way, if you don't have a chance to listen here uh, live, you can go to, as Doug mentioned, you can go to the app, the SWAT Radio app. And uh, you can download and listen to any of our past broadcasts. And uh, like I said, Doug, there's been some good ones. Uh, Take advantage of it. We'll be right back. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now, I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes uh, filling in for Taylor Johnson today. And uh, good to be here with you, Douglas. And uh, even even better to have Lori in studio with us uh, earlier on. And uh, I appreciate the text messages she's sending us. Well, right now. she said I did a holy hum again. I, I mean, I'm I, Lori. It's just it's in us. It's, we it's it just so you know hard. just can't get over it. Hey, Doug, real quick. Uh, you know the importance, and I have been able to do this, especially during COVID and all you know all the downtime many of us had was to go back to SWAT radio, the app, and, and listen to past broadcasts. You know, you mentioned uh, Paul Miller, his book. Uh, by the way, if you want a good book on prayer, uh, it's called A Praying Life by Paul Miller. Uh, I mentioned Donald Whitney's book on praying the Bible. And a lot of people struggle with prayer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, prayer is it, it's where the battle is, really. It's kind of the one of the elements of SWAT. And and I feel like so many men struggle in their prayer life because they think it has to be some, you know, you know, a formula or some some, you know, great dialect with God. And when in reality, start to memorize God's word and then begin to pray God's word. It's it's unbelievable. Because I'm 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 this way after forty years of walking with the Lord. There's times where I just I'm at a loss for words. And yet I think Donald script, Whitney's book brings I think scripture. That to life. Speaks to that, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Because when you don't know what to say, the yeah. spirit, spirit groans, groans for, you. for you. Exactly. The other book I was thinking of, you you were mentioning Tommy Nelson. I've had the opportunity to uh, recommend his book, Walking on Water, to many people. Listen, if you know anybody who is struggling with depression, uh, Tommy Nelson's book, Walking on Water, it's a great book. You can go back to one of our SWAT episodes where we interviewed Tommy specifically on that book and on that topic and what boy what a great great uh, book that is so go back and check it out but uh, for today and tomorrow and really this week we're going to be working through we're going to kind of get caught up correct doug i mean yeah. we took a break during the summer 
Yeah. We're back now. We're back, and uh, we're kind of just reviewing. And last week, we kind of got into this a little bit, but we're just today kind of going through Acts 4 and 5. Tomorrow's Acts 6. Wednesday's Acts 7. Um, and then, uh, you know, this week at SWAT, we're starting Acts 8, which is really persecution, uh, which I think is very timely for what's yeah. happening in our country and around the world. You know, uh, just a, a probably a, a week or so ago, a couple of weeks ago, there were uh, people martyred over in Afghanistan that are mm-hmm. believers as soon as the U.S. pulled out uh, and churches over there. And, uh, you know, we live here for or have lived in America for a long time where we have not had to worry about that here in this country. We haven't had to be concerned about people busting into our Bible studies or our meetings and hauling us off or talking to us about, you know, telling us we can't do that. Um, but you know what we've seen, and I've heard a lot of pastors and leaders say this, that what we're seeing now is a precursor because if you stop and think about it, there's still churches shut down right now. Mm-hmm. And what's so amazing is the government shut down churches, but allowed other businesses to stay open. They did not see church as essential and the gathering of people as a body of christ used to be the central place that people would go to in our country when there was a problem in a city you remember back in the olden days that's people would assemble at the church to try to figure out first of all they would pray and try to figure out what to do and the pastors played a pretty important role in the city as far as leadership yep but no longer. And this is a precursor. And so when we look at the book of Acts, Acts is the starting point of the church. It is the unfolding of how God's people continue to take the message that Jesus is the Savior of the world, that nobody is beyond the embrace of his love. And the theme of all preaching and proclamation in Acts is that Christ is risen. I mean, you know, we we almost take it for granted that statement, Brad. We we so believe in it, and we're not. Um, you know, you and I aren't prone to go. Okay, wow, I don't believe it anymore. We, that and a lot of people that call themselves Christians are that way. They, yeah, of course he's risen, but but we don't think about the implications of that. Yeah, if he's risen, why do I fear anything? Mm-hmm. If he's risen. Death no longer has a hold on me. If he's risen, then that means uh, everything that God said through Jesus, I can trust. Mm-hmm. That's right. And what did he say? You will be persecuted. Go back and read John 15. We're going to talk about it this week. It's what? John 16. The world hates me, therefore the world is going to hate you. Mm-hmm. So why are we surprised when our employers, when our friends, when our family go, and and this has happened in my family, uh, Brad, where people will say, I am an anti-Christian. Hmm. Well, anti means against. Yeah. So if you are against Christians, it means you're against Christ. Yeah, that's right. That's a terrible place yeah. to be, folks. That's not, and you may know people like that in your own life. You may have people like that. And so... What do we do? Well, one of the greatest anti-Christians in the whole Bible 
we're going to meet this week at SWAT. Well, we actually met him at the end of our last time together before we broke for summer by the name of Saul. If mm-hmm. anybody seemed beyond the the uh, capability of God's love to grasp and transform, it was that guy. Yeah. And he had something to say after his conversion about uh, Christ being risen. Oh, In fact, he said, and, and if Christ has not been raised, our preaching, our, our getting on the radio, our discipleship is worthless. Mm-hmm. And so is your faith. Your faith, my faith, is absolutely rooted in the resurrection mm. of Jesus Christ. First Corinthians 15. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about Saul is Saul was there when the first believing church was born. I mean, this, this is the, the, the word church, uh, for you and me, we associate with a building, Right. Most Mm -hmm. of us, that's just our, when you think of a church, Brad, that's usually the first thing that pops into our mind in the West. Where do they meet? (laughs) But for them in that time period, it was the Greek word used here by Luke, ecclesia, Mm -hmm. which was a gathering. Mm -hmm. They thought more of the people that were around. And so when the church started meeting, remember, it went from 120 to what? 8,000, like almost overnight. And when that happened, the Jewish leaders got really upset. And we see in chapter 4, they bring Peter and John before the council. And they told them, you got to stop this. I mean, that's all what chapter 4 is. It's they, they bring them before, and what do they do? Peter and John go, you know what? You guys are right. We're really sorry. <laughs> we, we did not mean to offend you because... If you're a Christian, you don't do anything offensive to anybody else. Hmm. That is not what they said. But that seems to be the case today because people say that. You hear that all the time, don't you? Well, you know, if you're a Christian, you're not supposed to be offensive. Well, you know, you're not supposed to be hateful to people. Your actions shouldn't be unloving to people. And it's not unloving to speak the truth to them. And this is what Peter said, filled with the Spirit. Rulers of the people and elders, this is chapter 4, going to verse 7. He says, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed to a crippled man. Now, he's talking back in chapter 3 where they healed a lame man. Mm -hmm. He goes, by what this means, by what means this man is be healed, then let it be known to all of you, to all the people of Israel, by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you. He's bringing scripture from is that the first Old Peter two eight. I think. Well, is that right? well, it it is Peter, but it's it goes back to the Old Testament, the mm-hmm. Psalm one eighteen, gotcha. which yeah. was a messianic psalm, and they sit there and he's throwing their their yeah, he's scriptures giving it back to him. He's he's saying, listen, you killed the one that all of our belief is based on, mm-hmm. the Messiah. And and so in our culture today, people go, well, Peter, you're not being the most loving guy <laughs> to these people. And yet he says there's salvation in no one else, for there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Brad, yeah. that is such a crucial, important thing for us as believers to lock on to, to say there is nobody, there's no way hmm. anybody gets to God 
It doesn't matter how emotional you feel about somebody. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how much you love them. If they don't know Jesus and don't have a relationship with God based on the faith that Jesus' death on the cross paid for their sin and Jesus is their Savior and King, they're not with God. You know, I'll tell you, Doug, we ought to do an episode, if you haven't done one yet, just on the offense of the gospel. The gospel is an offense. I mean, First Peter said, First Peter two eight, he said that a stone that Jesus is a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Mm-hmm. The stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. Listen, when we when we dishonor Christ, uh, there's consequences, mm-hmm. and it's there's going to be a stumbling that's going to go on. And the, the, I heard I heard a pastor say one time, he goes, "The gospel is offensive enough. We don't need to be offensive." But we need to preach the gospel, well, you, and it's going to offend. Well, you know, there there was something changed about the disciples that you notice here that you didn't see when Jesus, on the night of his, his arrest and his death, it says, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished. They recognized they had been with Jesus. And here's the thing, Brad. If you go to 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 13, um Paul says, examine yourself mm-hmm. to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves. And I think far too many of us are complacent about looking inward in our life. And and you and I know every day we blow it, right? We're Absolutely. like Paul. The things we don't want to do, we do. The things we mm-hmm. want to do, we don't do. Man, why can't we get it right? Yeah. But it says in eight one of Romans, there is no condemnation for those in Christ. That fact alone, Brad, encourages me every morning. Oh, amen to that. Boy, I'm sure I'm sure we have some listeners that can identify with that fact. Examine yourself to see if you are of the faith, Paul says. And don't be paralyzed by disobedience. Exactly. Repent, it, repent and come back. Exactly. Glad you joined us here. You can call us at 844-777-7928 or send us an email at ask at SWATradio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. We'll be right back after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I never win this war I can never be, never 
Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes along with Doug McCary. I'm filling in for Taylor Johnson today. And uh, an honor to be here. And I'll be back tomorrow as well, sitting over there on that side of the, the, the booth. But yeah, uh, yeah, you will. And you, you'll be getting into five and six tomorrow. We're going to go ahead and, and just, uh, Brad, during this last segment, kind of go through um, – the the what they said because they the the Peter and John said listen whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than him you you're going to have to decide that and what they're saying in that is we're we're willing to take the consequences because we have to say the truth we cannot deny the truth and and when you have been filled with the holy spirit the truth is important the truth is always important. You can't compromise the truth when you're God's servant. You know, uh, he is the truth and the way, the life. And you cannot say, well, you know what, uh, Brad, I know you really loved this person, whoever it is. And, um, I, you know, it doesn't matter that they didn't love Jesus, which we tend to do. When people pass away we want to make everybody an angel. We want to make everybody a, a, a an inhabitant of heaven because that's our hope. Mm. But you know what it should be? It should be a time of reflection for all of us about where we are with God, what's going on in our life, where we stand with him. It's kind of like, remember when Jesus said to the uh, disciples, he says, hey, do you think that you're any better than the Galileans that the ta- tower fell on? The Tower of Siloam. Mm-hmm. Are, are you any better than those people? No, you need to repent. Yeah, You yeah. repent because we all need Jesus. And instead of worrying about whether they did it right or wrong or it's punishment or not, we all need to be introspective about our own relationship with God. And that's why Paul is telling the Corinthians, examine yourself. See that you're in the faith. You know, Brad, we spend more time going to the doctor and getting vital signs taken from the doctor than we ever spend on spiritual vital signs. Mm, so or, true. Am, am I in the word? So true. Am, am I am I praying <laughs> regularly? Do I care about what God's word says? Am I am I living it out? Um, do do I want God's input? Can you imagine going to the doctor and doctor saying, "Well, listen, uh, Mister Sykes, uh, we you know your test came back and we're really concerned because it looks like you have cancer." I don't care. Would you, you you wouldn't do that? Most people wouldn't do that. Sin, and and the 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 consequences of our sin nature being alienated from God is worse than any physical pain you could ever imagine here on earth. Yeah, but we don't really believe it a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was. Uh, <clears throat> uh, by the way, I wanted to mention, and you brought it up at uh, SWAT last week. <clears throat> About the uh, the lawsuit that got settled by uh, uh, John MacArthur's uh, oh yeah uh, <clears throat> church out in California, and by the way, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it. But you want to you want to hear some good news? Go, go just Google <clears throat> John MacArthur and uh, lawsuit settlement. Great, that was great. <clears throat> but I was listening to a, a message of his not too long ago on false teaching, and uh, he brought up this point. You, you remember you and I were the generation of Ralph Nader. Remember yeah. Ralph Nader? Yeah. Or, or uh, I'm thinking of some of the other, you know, what we would call uh, 
you know, consumer protective people. Yeah, you, know, you think about the money that goes in toward making sure the tires you put on your truck are good and safe and you know, the pillows you sleep on and the sheets and all the little tags that are, you know, on the various things that we buy, you know, be careful, don't let this get into a child's hands or whatever. <clears throat> and yet what is what is get what gets proclaimed on the radio and TV and podcast we're the consumer, spiritual consumer protection people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, you know, even even thinking about Lori doing a Bible study. Listen, you don't have to. You don't have to be a theologian. You are a theologian, but you don't have to be a seminary grad to come to a Bible study. No, come and and he, even if it's just reading the Word of God. Well, you know that takes us to a good point. You know when when uh, Paul told Timothy, you know. He said, Timothy, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead. He's telling you this is an important thing. And by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Mm -hmm. Be ready in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but will have itching ears and will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passion and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. And, Brad, I'm telling you, we Mm. are there as a country. No doubt. We are there where people care more about the the way somebody speaks than the content of what they're sharing. Mm -hmm. They care more about being entertained than they do about really – Uh, expositing the scripture and explaining what it says. And what I love about Lori, I I watched her Sunday at church and I was just fascinated to watch her as our pastor was teaching and she's sitting there scribbling notes and I'm going, you know, this stuff, you know, I mean, I, and, and, and to my discredit, I'm just sitting there taking it in and I'm going, yeah, I'm, I'm like agreeing with him. Right. Mm -hmm. And Lori's sitting over there, man, just writing it down. And I'm like, how in the world is she writing all this stuff down? Lori's into details, and she loves teaching. And so if you are a woman or you are a guy who knows a woman that could benefit from having God's Word taught, then next or this Wednesday at, at 10 a.m. here at the Salem Center, it would be a good time um, for, for you to come. You know, uh, Brad, I want to go back real quick to – what happened to these disciples in Acts four when they were they 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 were bold and they were told to be quiet and and they had to let them go because the people were going man they noticed something different about them and they they didn't do anything to them but when they were released you know what they did they didn't celebrate and and just go okay we're going to rest on that yeah. they prayed for more boldness. <laughs> Well, what does that mean? That's almost like praying for patience. I mean, like when you pray those kind of prayers, how is boldness revealed? Well, it's revealed through persecution, right? Mm -hmm. And so what happens is, is the believers went from there. They started noticing all these people were from all over the world that had nothing to eat, no place to stay. So they started selling property. And we got into it a little bit last week about Ananias and Sapphira. That's Acts 5. And what happened in Acts 5 is... You have hypocrisy coming into the church, and, and God says, nope, I, I, I want to make a clear and compelling example of Ananias and Sapphira that this is not welcome in my church. If you're, if you're going to be part of my body, 
And this is the beginning point, and God's making a clear statement about holiness. And if you're, my church is going to be a church of unity, a church of purity, and hypocrisy is a deceptive picture of one's spiritual condition, and they're trying to show something that's not true. And listen, folks, if you if you are out there and you have uh, made mistakes, well, welcome to the club. God does not want perfect people. He want. I mean, he. I mean, he would love that, but that's an impossibility for us as long as we mm-hmm. live in these human bodies. What he wants is authentic followers who recognize when they blow it and they go to God and say, God, I'm sorry, please help me. And then they make things right. That's yeah. what believers do. Yeah, and I think that that word authentic in this day and age, we almost have to be careful with that that word because people think, well, I'm I'm just authentically I'm just sinful. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just who I am. Just do you, that kind of thing. That's not what Doug's talking about. No. He's talking about being honest before God and confessing sin and being, you know, <laughs> Did you, I, I remember when I was younger in my faith, Doug, I used to think I was hiding stuff from God. Well, I just won't talk about that deal, as if he doesn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Listen, he already knows about your garbage, uh, but he does want to see that you, you see it and yeah. that you acknowledge it and you repent of it. Yeah, over in First John, just to your point, verse 19, First John 3, by this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him for whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. Mm. Thank talk you. about Thank knowing you. everything, but yet he doesn't condemn us if we're his. Yeah, that's worth a holy mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go, Lori. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Brad, when you look at five, and I know we're, we're about to run out of time, and so tomorrow you're going to have to kind of clean yep. up five and get into six and seven. But um, uh, five, if, if what happens is after their death, people are – afraid they're going whoa i don't know if i want to join that group i mean can you imagine let's say we had Oof. let's say that happened at swat you came to swat and i said hey uh joe you've been lying and so uh god <laughs> revealed it to me and you're gonna die and boom john joe falls over dead do you think that would clear house a little bit yeah i think so and that's exactly what happened there but it says many signs and wonders begin to happen and it started bringing on persecution again to the apostles. Again, it's specifically targeting the leaders at this point. This is not a general persecution. That hasn't happened. That's what we're getting into this week. But the apostles were arrested for a second time and thrown in prison. And they were told, we charged you not to teach it. Here you're doing it again. You're trying to bring this man's blood upon us. And what cracks me up about that is these are the same people that said, let his blood be on us and our children, right? Right, exactly. And and so uh, over in five, they said again, we must obey God rather than men. And so as we kind of close out our time, how are you doing in that regard? Are you honoring man above God? Do you care more about what man thinks in God? Are you obeying God rather than men? Um, because... That's what we're called to do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, I think, uh, Doug, and I'll probably touch on some of this tomorrow, this idea of elevating man above God. And it's, 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 our culture is saturated in this idea. And, uh, you know, especially coming out of September 11th, and you think about the heroes who went into the buildings. What are we doing for the gospel? 
You know, and I think about that 13, Acts 4, 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, listen to this, and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished. And they recognize that, that they had been with Jesus. That's the key. Do, do people recognize that we've been with Jesus? I hope so. Hey, listen, join us tomorrow. Thanks for being with us today. Doug, good to be with you. And Lori, hey, get, get ready. Yeah, Women's Bible Study, <laughs> Wednesday at 10 a.m. right here at the Salem Center. That's it. Talk to you guys later. SWAT Radio. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual